You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. Are nurses meeting the needs of men in primary care? A team of Australian researchers unpacked this question in a new study exploring the perception of primary health care nurses in men's health services and men's expectation of the nurse. I'm joined by study lead Del Lovett, a PhD candidate at Charles Darwin University, to discuss the findings. Thank you for joining me, Del. Thank you, Dallas. I'm delighted to be here. Why did you decide to look into this area? Why is it important to better understand the relationship between men seeking health care and, and primary health care nurses? Um, the, there's two reasons really why I decided to look into this area. I have had a 16-year involvement in general practice as a nurse and a nurse educator, and this created over time a special interest in men's health care. I realised that during my own progression of providing specific men's health care that I had had a change in my own mindset of how best to approach and engage men to improve their health care outcomes. So then when I started to really read Australian studies or reports and policies, particularly from the last 10 years, I realised that although a lot of men in, a lot of men's health in Australia has improved, there's still a large proportion of, male, of the male population whose health needs are not really being effectively met. Um, in Australia, we know that the average life expectancy of men is shorter. Uh, they have higher levels of preventable earlier death from heart disease, cancer, cancers, lung disease and suicide. And in fact, there's not one country in the world where men overall aren't dying earlier than women. So... Why is it important to better understand the relationship between men seeking health care and the nurses who work in primary health care or primary health care nurses, as I'll refer to them? Primary health care nurses, they're the largest number and most widely distributed health professionals working in general practice in the community areas, in rural and remote areas, in schools and jails. And they're in an ideal position to support and care for men and what there is little in the literature globally or in Australia that has studied this relationship and presented this presented a really serious gap in what really primary health care nurses needed to know to provide really quite equitable um, health services for men. One of the key findings of the research was that both groups deemed confidence very important for effective communication and in establishing rapport. Uh, how is this confidence communicated by the nurse and, and what do you think men are noticing or looking out for? Well, I'll probably chat about the men first and then maybe how what the nurses felt. But mm-hmm. the, the majority of the men in this study felt that effective communication can really help break down barriers in receiving their health care. Some felt that they could sometimes tell or ask the nurse something that they really couldn't discuss with the doctor. The first couple of minutes were um, identified as being very important, particularly if men hadn't seen a nurse or doctor in, in, in the last few years. And men really didn't like the use of medical jargon or terminology. You know, they didn't necessarily understand it and they really just wanted things explained very simply. The nurses, or the majority of the nurses felt that they did communicate with men effectively. However, 
the study demonstrated that for primary healthcare nurses to be effective in communicating and establishing that rapport with men, they needed to be really clear about their role in men's health and have the education and knowledge to support that role. And the, and the majority of the nurses in this study had not had specific men's health training or education, and they weren't clear about what their role was particularly in, in the areas of men's sexual health, mental health and health promotion. What else did men expect from nurses or, or from primary health care services generally? Well, this was really interesting in that the men were really quite unsure of what the role was or is in general practice and they quite often confused the nurse with the reception staff. Um, but what I did find in the study or what we found in the study was that there were really five particular qualities that men highlighted and these qualities were humour, a non-judgmental approach, a caring and empathetic approach and a father-inclusive approach. So I'll just briefly explain what the findings were. They, they felt that humour, um, it broke the ice and that it made men feel at ease. And it was very, very important. It was strongly identified through the majority of the men that I actually um, interviewed. They talked, the men talked about a non-judgmental approach and that, you know, not to blame men for not being interested in their health or not looking after themselves. In fact, most men are interested in their health. Um, a caring and em empathetic Approach. Well, some of the men emphasised the detachment um, of some of the healthcare professionals that they'd come in contact with and feeling rushed quite often through appointments. They appreciated the time that nurses spent with them and men felt that they needed time to be able to seek health advice and that sometimes that time um, that was allocated wasn't sufficient for them to ask the questions that they wanted to or needed to know. And what I also found was that um, the younger men in the study uh, really would appreciate that health professionals had a, a father-inclusive um, approach. And by that, I mean that if a man attended the medical practice with his family, the men expected to be acknowledged equally to the mother and the child during the consultation and, and not ignored. The majority of the men in the study saw that the nurse could have a greater role in their health care and this could free up the doctor to concentrate on, on diagnosing and treating patients, the things they do the best. And I suppose what some of the barriers were that men identified um, were cost and time. Um, some felt that the extra costs of some GPs was too expensive and they were annoyed about it. And they were also annoyed that they weren't getting value for dollar. Men thought that the services should be provided at times that suited men, particularly if they were working. The other thing was, and this I found very interesting, was is being seen as a whinger um, or complainer and they not wanting to take up the doctor's time if there was nothing wrong with them. And that was quite a strong theme that came across. The environment, so when they go to, say, a general practice, that some men actually felt that it was unfriendly and they felt uncomfortable um, and they, they commented that it was quite often um, there were mostly female staff and maybe not catering as much for men. The things that they told me or men told me that actually helped were good relationships with health professionals, their GP or the nurse 
And what they like to see, which I found very interesting, is that they like to be able to see in a medical practice teamwork and the relationships with all of the staff. So that was really something that um, I hadn't, we hadn't realised before. Um, certainly, they also talked about their partners, how that made a difference, that the partner was quite often the person that motivated them to go and see the GP. Um, they also wanted good health information that was male-friendly so that, you know, it was more focused for men. Um, and they really wanted to see that whole concept of more uh, other healthcare providers under the same roof and easily accessible. And what else did nurses in the study have to say about approaching men's health? Well, um, many were uncertain about the concept or what actually men's health meant. And this led them to feeling less, that they had less opportunity and less in, emphasis on providing like an overall or holistic approach to the health care that they provided. Um, they, they, there was, they were uncertain of their scope of practice in men's health. And by the scope of practice, what I mean by that is that the scope of practice means a person has been educated, they're competent and they're authorised to perform activities. Um, and, and quite a lot of the nurses, a large number of the nurses, felt that they hadn't had that, those types of opportunities and that, they might, this, that providing some areas of men's health might not be within their scope of practice. They did clearly say that quite often they had inadequate education in in specific men's health care. Um, this was seen by several of the primary health care nurses as being a gap um, that they could provide in the services that they would like to provide for men. And the majority of them expressed the view that they required more training and education in the area of gender-specific men's health care needs. Some of the primary health care nurses want a greater role um, in men's health care, but this was at times limited by the focus of the general practitioner or the general practice, you know, what they catered for. Some catered more for um, children and women. Um, so that, that determined sometimes what the nurse could do. And also one of the things they commented on was the medical benefits scheduled funding scheme um, that it didn't necessarily take on board an item number for nurses to provide care. Um, and the time frame, you know, they're very busy and, um, you know, it's sort of another thing that they probably would have to do. Um, just again, that little or no education in the area of health promotion, um, which the nurses in this study thought was a, what, quite a large part of their role. Uh, this area of health promotion or nurses providing, or primary health care nurses providing this type of care in, in, um, in, in primary care or in general practice was really clearly identified by the national, uh, the Australian National Male Health Policy, which was... Um, released in 2010. So it's been identified as, as an area that nurses really should be providing um, health promotion. Some of the nurses described their approach to men's health, um, you know, that it was op opportunistic. And what factors are, are at play there? 
Well, nurses highlighted several reasons for for this, I suppose, level of care. Um, there's lack of allocated time for men's health. Um, less men use health services, and the limitation again of the Medicare financing, Medicare fund financing to engage men in their health care, particularly health promotion. The majority of nurses said that they had they tried every opportunity um, and used any windows of opportunity when men did present to um, general practice or where they were working to try and discuss health and health promotion. Or, or um, some nurses actually told me that they didn't provide men's health at all. Is there a need for, for more structured or, or ritualised care in this space? Oh, yes, very much so. Uh, nurses described that health promotion care they provided again as I said was ad hoc so meaning that it was hit miss so it was opportunistic as I explained before so they did it when they got a chance but it was also ad hoc so it was whatever they could provide at that moment in time and that they felt that that might not be effective and that their health interventions if they were to do them needed proper discussion and they believe that takes time to do that and they need to be educated to be able to provide that sort of care as well. Um, Again, health promotion is not specifically funded by the Medicare um, funding scheme and many of the men in the study felt that they were rushed during a consultation and not always provided with the information or a link electronic information to increase their level of understanding and we know from the evidence that some men particularly over the age of 65 have a lot less understanding of of health so their health literacy about their health care and health conditions being able to ask questions is the best way to improve your person's health literacy or their understanding um, and the information from the healthcare provider needs to be based in evidence and, and it needs to be really easily accessible. Based on the findings, what are some of the other ways the relationship between primary healthcare nurses and, and men, as well as the, the care and education provided, be strengthened? Well, that's a good question. And I have to say that this was a small study. So... Um, It's hard to generalise these findings across Australia. However, in saying that, there were three main areas that our study identified, and this was in the clinical area, or if you'd like to think of it, the work-related area. So what the nurses said was that they needed to have stronger collaborative relations between nursing and other allied um, health-related disciplines that even though there was there is a lot of discussion about those particular relationships, a lot of the nurses found that that was not always the case where they were working. The father-inclusive approach was quite important to both the younger male participants and also the nurses felt that they needed to think about that more. Um, certainly an adjustment to the medical benefits funding to specifically cover the provision of health promotion by nurses as an item number. And nurses commented that not this is not just in the area of men's health, but it was also for women as well. Um, and although there is some funding for the expansion of the role of the primary health care nurse at present in general pra- practice, this is often used for purposes or other purposes or to employ a nurse rather than provide health promotion. Um, 
And under the area of education, um, what the study uh, findings revealed was uh, that there needs to be gender-specific men's health curriculum in schools of nursing curricula. There needs to be a greater awareness of at-risk men or hard-to-reach men. Greater awareness of health literacy levels. Again, as I said, the understanding of um, health and, and well-being. Emphasis on health promotion and illness prevention and well-being. And basic mental health skills for nurses. Um, the Area of further research, um, a national population study of the primary health care role in men's health and health promotion, as it can vary very much from workplace to workplace. Also, how to improve men's access to health care and health promotion needs to be studied in more detail. Um, also, to investigate a multidisciplinary approach to research to develop evidence-based strategies to improve men's health care and health promotion. Um, and I'm currently a PhD candidate at Charles Darwin University um, and I'm happy to say undertaking further study to really better understand specific men's health care provided by that multidisciplinary health care provider and what works well. Thank you for your time, Dal. Thank you, Dallas.